You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. If you're ready to discover you, it might be time to switch to Vodafone X. It's the mobile plan that gives you access to online courses, time and studio spaces, and unlimited data to explore more paths to shape your future the way you want to. And you get it all for just €20 every four weeks. Discover you when you dive in at VodafoneX.ie. Offer includes unlimited data. Maximum speed 10 megabits per second. Offer gives redeemer access to booking one online space or course every four weeks pending €20 top-up. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. You know, I mean, we, we just, the Bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. With Rashad, here another episode of another sermon. Hey man, uh, Rashad, man, did you see that Jalen Brown contract? Man, <laughs> I'm jealous, bro. Like whenever you can be just mediocre at something and get paid like a max. I mean, I'm not a jealous type, but man, Boston, <laughs> Boston cashing out for no reason. Yeah, this is this is a four year, 115 million dollar deal. You know, when when Siakam just got paid a few days earlier. He went for four four years, one thirty, and I'm like, man, I don't, I don't think Jalen Siakam should be in the same ballpark. <laughs> I mean, I've been saying it for months that Siakam. I don't want to disrespect him and call him Giannis Light or nothing like that, but <laughs> I, but, but I have said on Twitter and you know on other podcasts that he's on the same trajectory as Giannis. Not saying yep. that he will get there or he's going to be a future MVP, anything like that. But he is on that same trajectory. If you look at their third, like their third years, their fourth year, things like that, they were, you know, Siakam's having that same steady climb as Giannis. So he, he probably won't get to top five player in the league, you know, MVP and nothing like that. But he's going to be a consistent all star and he can be, you know, maybe make an all NBA team if he has a career year, stuff like that. Right, and then the, the NBA just started back, man. I'm glad that we got, you know, all our sports, you know, uh, baseball in this prime, the World Series. Um, 
I think I think that I think the winner they hopefully hopefully it can be a split one one go game seven. But uh NBA is back NFL, man. Mm-hmm. It just you know, it just it just it's, it's kinda like the perfect time, right? And uh you seen Siakam over the night, thirty four points, eighteen rebounds. I mean, that con- that contract is well worth it. And we've seen Boston play play Philly op- for the, for their opening game and Jalen Brown was not worth $115 million. Um other guys who got paid, uh Buddy Hill. Uh, four years, ninety-four million dollars, and at least his is kind of, kind of you know earned because he's the leading scorer on his team. As if J- Jalen Brown's not, you know, I mean, I, I guess you could say he, he was the best perimeter defender, but then you got Marcus Smart there, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, what do Jalen Brown have that, you know, that makes him more hundred fifteen while a buddy only gets ninety-four? Um, and then my boy Sabonis from Lithuania, four years, seventy-seven million dollars. Um, and we've seen me. We, we talked about it. Miles Turner and Sabonis, how maybe they can't play together. Maybe you know, Sabonis was getting traded because they couldn't find a deal. Um, and yet, you know, they find a way to make it work, and now they both are starting. Um, so I think you know, I, I don't know if they're gonna change it up, but Depot comes back. I don't know why would they, but those two together can can make a very, very strong impact. Uh, but Pacers went ahead and locked the guy up. Yeah, I like both of those contracts. Uh, the Buddy contract, he's one of the more premier shooters in the league. Shooting is at a premium right now, which it always been has been, but it's more of a premium now. And then he's part of that young core they're trying to build. So if they feel like that's their future, they kind of had to pay him and go all in because he was in that whole, we're going to send Boogie out, bring Buddy Hill in. So you kind of had to pay him to keep that because then it's almost like you let him walk. Well, we basically got nothing out of the deal. So yep. you kind of you had to pay him, keep the young core intact, I think they can be good. I have the Kings of the playoffs team, so hopefully the, the contract, you know, with Buddy, it kind of takes that off his plate as far as, like, worrying about being productive every night, trying to, you know, get his stats up or hit, that kind of stuff. I know he has incentives in his deal, but at least now he can work on just playing the game the right way versus hunting the incentives. Exactly. And, and Sabonis, uh, not surprised by the contract because I thought somebody would pay him. I'm kind of glad this is the Pacers because I have him as my – East final prediction, and I didn't want them to blow it up before they got a chance to see what the team could really do. So I like that deal as well. Yeah, that's facts. Um, so yeah, your boy, your boy Danny Ainge, man. Uh, <laughs> he done paid another. He done paid another small for it. <laughs> Taylor got Taylor next. <laughs> I mean Taylor that next. that that, that uh, Brown deal. I don't I don't get it because you're now you have Kimba Brown. Well, it won't kick in until next year, but Kimba Brown. They already have Gordon Hayward. Unless they're planning on feeling like well, Gordon Hayward's not our future, or they're going to try to move him at some point? Probably. Yeah, if they're going to try to move him, I understand the Brown deal. Right. But in present, because he has more upside, potentially, and he's younger than Hayward. So, if if their thinking is, at some point, we're going to flip Gordon Hayward out of here and maybe bring in a Steven Adams or something like that, you know, they're going to try to get something back, cool. But just to, to pay Brown, and he hasn't been on an all-defensive team, or he hasn't been an all-star. He's not averaging 20 points a game. He's just a young guy with potential. Right. I believe in paying for some potential like Siakam case, but we already seen Siakam be productive and he's getting better. We haven't saw that with Jalen Brown just yet, but maybe with Kimba and, you know, Tatum getting better and, and maybe they make a trade or who knows what they're going to do, but hopefully they do something that justifies this Jalen Brown contract. Yeah, and uh, actually, you know, this is the first um, first rookie the Boston has paid, you know, out of their extension since Rondo. 
That's what yeah. the most times they either trade picks or they just stash picks, and then the guys never really have to get big deals. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I guess they know what they're doing. We'll we'll find out. Um, we're gonna say, we're gonna stay in the same uh, in the same state. I move over to New England Patriots, man, and uh, you talking about the Patriots who are been dominating, dominating every team they play so far this season. They're, they're giving up a touchdown per game. I've never seen that before. Um, the top two in run, uh, rush defense, pass defense, uh, third down percentage with you know, uh, you know, to get off the field on third down, fourteen point two nine percent. I've never seen that before either. Uh, it's a, it just, it's just crazy, man. They made Sam Donald, you know, after what he did against the Cowboys. Heard, a lot of people kept saying, man, yeah, Jets are coming. Yeah, I, you know, I like Jets to win outright. And I'm seeing like. What what you know what in the world crazy. Has, what has, mental illness what has led you to drugs whatever we're gonna throw out there it's, it's something but it's not logic yeah yeah definitely because the Patriots has not shown at least on at least defensively any 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 gaps anything that they can be you know you know taken advantage of they haven't shown that so I don't know I don't know what they thought uh, coming into this game uh, they stopped the run. Uh, I think they held Bell to like seventy some yards. He only had one catch, so he didn't do anything for at least for our fantasy guys. It was kind of mad about that. Um, I see a lot of people um, started Darnold in their league for whatever reason. Hopefully, that's all. That's the only they option lost. he had. <laughs> they like, definitely like, lost. Like, I, I saw like <laughs> Stephania Bell say she only needed three points from Darnold. Like, I mean, I understand you feel like that's an easy bar to get, but I'm not starting Sam Darnold unless it's a two QB league. Right, exactly. I, I would I wouldn't have started him. Even then, I would have tried to hit waivers and get Ryan Tannehill or something. Yeah, you had three points and she lost by like nine. <laughs> yeah, because Darnold was in the, the negatives. Yeah, he was a, a eleven for thirty two, eighty six passing yards. That's just crazy. Four picks, I think, a couple fumbles. Um, it was a pretty bad day for the Jets. Uh, the Patriots just showed that they just going to dominate everybody. Um, and they got Browns this week, who has struggled. You know, has struggled offense on the offensive line. So. Probably line, probably line them up again. It's probably gonna have to. Come. It might not be the same outcome, but it's gonna be very close. Uh, this is gonna be a tricky game, just because Browns are off a bye, and we know what Belichick's history is against first first year quarterbacks, second year quarterbacks. So Baker's gonna give them something. Like, I mean, he's been he gave the Titans plenty. He gave some other teams interception suits. So we we know that with this Patriots defense, he's gonna give them something. What I'm going to be watching for is, I mean, I like the Patriots. I like Dynasty. I like what they're doing. So, I watch a lot of their games and stuff like that. So, the Browns will have a chance in this game because even if you look at the Jets game, Darnold just didn't hit guys. Like, there were times where Robbie kind of got past Gilmore and could have maybe made a catch down the field. Or there were times where Demarius Thomas got, you know, got behind the safeties and could have made a play. I mean, they call some pass interference, so that kind of moved the ball a little bit. But I feel like if you have the talent, if you have the elite receivers like a Landry and like Odell, and if you can just be accurate for a drive, you can hit the guys and maybe get some points on the board. And New England's offense hasn't been clicking just yet. Um, they're kind of doing what exactly what I thought when we did our AOC East preview. They're going to win with defense, running the ball. Big Sony had what three touchdowns, two three touchdowns of the night. So yeah, he only had like forty what, yards though. <laughs> yeah, and then we had what Brandon Bolden getting touchdowns. James White's been been James White, and they're gonna get Burkhead back at some point. So defense run the ball. Uh, of course, they got this new trade to try to get some weapons in, but still, 
defense running the ball is going to, is going to be their calling card the entire year because they want to try to save Bray as much as possible. But that Browns game could be tricky for at least about a quarter, maybe maybe the first half. But then at some point they're going to get the Baker. He's going to be just like Donald. He'll probably start seeing ghosts and throwing picks. Right, yeah. Baker been seeing ghosts all season with the old line back there. Hopefully John Dorsey can can – can make this trade for Trent Williams and uh, maybe budge the uh, Bruce Allen and uh, Dan Snyder's over there in Washington. Um, but you, you the never on the coffin when you said, you know, they play, they did play Tennessee, you know, so that is a Patriot system there. Um, and you had, like you said, you had a bye week to prepare for it. So you got more, you already, you already played that team already. You got to look at film against it. So, you know, maybe you can find some similar similarities between the two teams and maybe that's you know that's kind of like the best bet uh, for for the Browns. Uh, you also talked about Sanu getting traded. So you know when we when, it, when the first the deal first happened, you know uh, when I was like, okay, that is a good move to get Sanu. Now we probably disagree on this, but I guess now it makes a little bit more sense. At the time of the news, I'm like a second round pick. Sanu, like you know, we we've seen trades happen through during season where you know good players get like traded for like fourth and fifth round players, you know, picks, um, whatever. And I was like, Sanu for a second? I said that is very, you know, for you know me being a G, you know at the GM mindset, I'm like Thomas Dimitrov. That is from Atlanta. That is perfect. You got a second round pick for a you know. I mean, a, a, a solid receiver. I'm, I'm not. I don't think he's a star. I, I know you don't think he's a star. I mean, he's just a you know, just a solid, decent receiver. Um, and for a two, I'm like, man, that's crazy. But then now we got Josh Gordon going on IR, and I'm thinking, okay, now that makes a lot of sense. They had to pay a steep price. Uh, I think your surprise team, 49ers, were trying to get Sanu. Um, you know, Sanu back with Kyle Shanahan, familiar, uh, familiarity over there. Uh, but it was like. You know why? Why too? But I guess that makes a little bit more sense. You had to overpay for it because you were losing Gordon, and with a team that's already like you talked about the offense, you already you know Edelman. Edelman been banged up throughout the whole year, but you know he's still going to be there. Harry hasn't came back yet. Jacoby Myers is, is he actually been playing pretty good so far, but you you know he, we can't really rely on him too much. Dorsett been playing good, but is he more he more of a three than a two? So, you know, it's kind of like they had to make this move because if Gordon out for the year and you didn't have the replacement for it when you already, you know, down weapons, that would have been kind of bad for Tom Brady. I didn't read too much into the Patriots giving up a second-round pick. I was I was totally fine with it because it's a win-win for both teams. Um, so, like you said, second-round pick seems pretty high, which it is pretty high, but you have to look at when you have a possible bidding war going on, you don't want to – even though they have the, you know, they have a relationship him and Dimitrov, you don't want to lowball your guy, right? And then now he's like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and take this other deal, and whatnot. So you want to go ahead and go in with a fair deal, and the Falcons are probably gonna tear it down, so they need the best draft capital as possible, and the Patriots needed receiver help. They got Sanu, who's been very reliable. I mean, he's called Mister Consistent around, you know, around football circles. So you have Edelman, who's consistent. You have Sanu, who's consistent. You're going to get back Harry, as you mentioned. And uh, they have Ben Watson. So you kind of have a good mix of some 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 vets, 30 guys, plus you have a young guy with 
upside in Harry, and you kind of have your – the Patriots always have one kind of long ball, deep threat guy. You have a door set. So you kind of have a home run hitter if you need one, and you have some intermediate guys that are trusted and reliable. So that's kind of what they needed. And the second-round pick, I mean, the Patriots, their roster is pretty much young in most spots, so they weren't going to – I mean, the second round pick, they would have got somebody. They would be just on the bench, probably just in the rotation. Yeah, they probably Falcons, would trade back like they always do. Yeah, and Falcons <laughs> need it for immediate help. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. The, Nick Wright says the best. The draft is just a lottery. There's no guarantee anything hits. And just based on the Falcons' history of what they've been drafting, uh, offensively, they draft pretty good. Defensively, hit or miss. So, the Patriots ultimately – to me, want a deal because they're going for it this year. They can't afford to waste any years with Brady and stuff like that. Yeah, um, another interesting thing you talking about. So, Falcons, Falcons blowing it up. Uh, you know, I've I've heard rumors on Big Beasley. I've even heard rumors on Austin Hooper, who has been hooping um, this whole season. So I, you know, I think he's a free agent upcoming this year. And you know, teams said they might leave for you know, might leave for something else. But if you got rid of Sanu, you're only paying Julio, Matt Ryan. I mean, I mean, Freeman getting a bag too, but there's no way I can let Austin Hooper go. That that's just you know, that's just my opinion on that. Um, you know, because you're trying to build a get rid of a whole team, and Hooper is you know, entering his prime breakout season, Vic Beasley, you know, uh, like you said about the hit or miss, like at first, that was a hit. Um, you're talking about a guy who had like I think like nine or ten sacks, you know, in his rookie season or something like that. Uh he'd been to the Pro Bowl before. But but it's like after that, that was it. You know, they they, they did hit on Grady Jerry, they did hit on hit on Deion Jones. Keanu Neal is one is could be one of the best safeties in the game, but he just can't stay healthy. So it's kinda like I mean it's a miss because he's never there. So uh it's like he didn't draft anybody. Um and then the rest of the guys, you know, True Fault was good at one point. That was a good. It's like they hit the picks, be hitting, and then it fall off quickly. And I just, you know, that just that I don't know if that's more player development, you know, or coaches. I, I don't know what that's involved, but uh, blowing it up. So we heard Arthur Blank, you know, he talked about he gonna give them to the bye week. Um, you, they lost every game since he said that, and now they're playing Seattle uh, with the banged up Matt Ryan. You know, so this is probably Dan Quinn's last game. We've been talking about it for weeks about, you know, when is when is his time, you know, and I I'm glad that it's in my opinion, it's finally up. I think this is Dan Quinn's last game. I think once Seattle I mean honestly it's win or lose, I think he should go. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't I hope Seattle don't blow this game, but you know, if Atlanta loses this game, just like how you've been saying the whole time, as soon as he get to the uh to the airport Hit pink slip right there. So, um, you know, I think Dan Quinn's last game is is this Sunday. They're blowing it up. He might as well keep on going with it. Yeah, they they're kind of in a weird spot because you let him go. Um, players' morale is probably already kind of low. I mean, I saw the video where they had uh, Pastor Troy in the locker room. Nobody was even hyped for like, how are y'all not hyped? Like this dude is from Georgia. Like y'all like. <laughs> How how are y'all not hyped for you? He has on his red and black. He has on his championship belt. He's jumping around. Hype, he's hyped up. How are how are y'all not at least getting some more energetic off just uh, Atlanta? Not even Atlanta, just a Georgia legend just being in the locker room. But whatever. The Falcons team around is probably somewhat down, and it probably took another hit once Matt Ryan went down. So 
you know, at this point, Dan, I know they said Julio gave a great speech. Dan Quinn's been a solid coach, but when you're calling cards defense, and defense has been bottom half of the league, really bottom third of the league since you've been there pretty much, it hasn't improved. That That's a bad sign. Now everybody's getting paid multi-millions of dollars. You can't really improve the roster. So it's almost like a like a garage sale. Hey, we're gonna hey, we gotta sell this, we gotta sell that, we gotta sell this, and start all over again. So Falcons fans could be in for a rough next three to five years because this is their worst start since before they got Matt Ryan. And that's because <laughs> there was no Michael Vick exactly. or Matt Ryan. <laughs> so I don't think Matt Ryan gets moved and they can pay a Julio. I don't think he gets moved, but I think everything else is up for sale. Yeah, and I don't know what's worse. Um, firing Dan Quinn as your head coach or making Dirk, uh, Dirk Cutter your interim head coach. I don't know which one's worse because we've seen the track record of Dirk Cutter down in Tampa Bay, and it, if that's the direction that they're going to go if they leave Dan Quinn as far as the rest of the season, I have no, you know, I have no hope that it's going to get any better. Uh, it, like you said, basically a garage sale. And everybody just playing for you know new teams come look at them, or Falcons going going to trade them to get assets because they need help uh, around everywhere. So you got your building stones and Matt Ryan, and Julio. Um, you're trying to work on your line. They they pretty young, so keep building that. And at some point, the defense got to turn it around. And uh, you know who who to bring in. That's that's going to be the next step for Arthur Blank and T- Thomas Dimitrioff on what they're going to do next. Uh, who they bring in is going to be pretty tough because you got to think about, all right, do we go an offensive guy to try to maximize what we have now for the next few years and just keep a trash defense? Like, do we kind of go like the, the Kansas City Chiefs route where they have Andy Reid who's top? I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Worried about the cost of college? Miami University's Tuition Promise guarantees that the cost of your education will stay the same for four years. Learn more and apply today at miamioh.edu forward slash apply 2021. Two or three all time as a great play caller. So do you go get an offensive guy and just try to, they just try to outscore everybody, forget the defense. Do you try to go that route or do you try to go defensive again? I mean, what do you do? So, yeah, as far as coaching philosophy, what you do, they have that person have to bring in a staff. So now, what do you do defensively? Like, do those do you, do your defensive pieces even fit the scheme that the people you bring in want to run? So they're going to be down for at least the next three to five, possibly six, seven years because you kind of got to go through these growing pains of plugging holes and fixing this, fixing that, working out schemes and stuff like that. Matt Ryan and Julio, they don't have that many years to waste. Right. So it could be a decade or so. You know, you just never know because you got to, whatever you, whoever you bring in has to mesh and hit right away. And I'll say this who you bring in, I think I, I like the, the way everybody's going now, and that's the two head coach system. So 
the Rams got Sean McVay on offense, Wade Phillips on defense. Uh, Patriots, Josh McDaniels on offense, Bill Belichick on defense. Minnesota got Gary Kubiak, Mike Zimmer. Uh, who, 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 who's another team like that? Um, it's plenty of teams. It, I mean, there's plenty of them. Yeah, yeah plenty, Patricia, but, Jim Caldwell. Like, it's yeah, plenty perfect. Of them. So it's like, and then, I mean, even even in Chicago, you know, they Adam Gates, Great Williams. Yeah, even in Chicago, they kind of struggle. They trash, though. They trash, uh, but Chicago kind of slowing down a little bit. But you got Matt Nagy, you got Chuck Pagano. So you, this two head coach system works. So it, if I had, a, if I had to put, I can't think of that many names, but if I let's say I had to make one, and I would do like Chris Richard from the Cowboys defensive coordinator as my head coach. And make Jay Gruden my offensive, you know, coordinator. You know, something, something like that. That'll be the, you know, that'll be a pairing as far as I don't know if that works or not. But you know, where you got two guys that control the size because they they try to do it with with uh, Dan Quinn and and Derek Cutter, but both of them bad at their job. <laughs> uh, Derek Cutter offense, I mean, it's not impressive to me. And we've seen the Falcons defense. That's not impressive either. So that that worked then that didn't work for them. So maybe, you know, try to redo it again. But like I said, do you rather have the offensive guy as your head coach or would you rather have the defensive guy as your head coach? That's what you gotta do. So I don't know what they're gonna do in the future, but um <laughs> something gotta change. Yeah, I don't even know who the future who the future or potential candidates could be for these roles. Um, because you know, people are slowly diving into the college ranks more with the Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury, and uh, some some teams are going younger with the Shanahan's and the McVeighs. So you just never know what route they're going to go in. Honestly, it's going it's going to be very interesting to see. So uh, we both expect this time next week Dan Quinn to be out of there. Um, let's move on to our surprise teams, man. Uh, the Forty ers and the Bills both struggle, but they both got to win. So you know, at the end of the day, I guess that's all that matters. Um, yeah. Now the fourth down game that was a that was a mess. Uh, slip, they were slip playing slip and slide everywhere. Uh, they had to run the ball. It really wasn't no much pass. I think Washington threw the ball like eleven times, um, and Jimmy G threw. He didn't throw that much either. And it's just because the rain helped me how it was. Everybody was slipping and sliding, and um, but yet yeah, they still got the chance to win. They were gonna raise on a couple times, and they had to keep field goals with Robbie Gold. But you know, fourth down still stuck it out. And the same way from my Bills, man, they was down at halftime to the Miami Dolphins, who technically all all season besides week one has played good first halves. Um, they, they they played pretty good in the first half, and they lose in the second half. That's how that's how they've been losing so far. Um, but you know, offside kick and uh, Michael Hyde running back to the crib and, and in the game like that, uh, they win thirty one twenty one, and four Niners win nine to zero versus two struggling teams. Uh, so, what do you got to say about it? As far as the 49ers, after seeing more more of the game, I wasn't too upset about it because it's a it's a rainstorm. Yep. You, 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 what else can you do? I mean, you can't open up your passing attack. Guys running the ball, you can barely cut. Or <laughs> I think Jimmy just went out of bounds. It's, he, he was trying to stop for like 12 steps. He couldn't even stop. So, <laughs> I mean, when, when the weather's that bad, Everybody's going straight ahead. You know where the play's going. There's not going to be any juking and jiving. Best thing you can do is a game like that is one you could possibly lose. That's about solo scoring because the Redskins made a play or two here that they could have won the game. So yeah, they they survived. Uh, weather was a major factor in that. They could have probably beat them way worse. But win is a win. You take it how you can. And Bill struggled with Dolphins. Wasn't surprised by that either, just because. We know Ryan Fitzpatrick, he just – wherever he goes, he always can give a team a spark for at least two or three weeks. 
Um, Rosen wasn't really moving the ball as expected. So you bring Fitzpatrick in. He's a he's a vet. He knows how to get the ball to different guys and you know just just put pressure on the defense. So that's really all he did. And but the Bills overcame. They started slow. They probably took Dolphins lightly. They eventually got it together and won the game. Yeah, it, I mean, like you said, a win is a win. That's all that matters. Both teams, uh, Bills was at home, so it's kind of, you know, it's kind of. I wouldn't say shocking. I think I know. I I knew they weren't gonna cover that point spread of seventeen points. I thought that was ridiculous. Um, but you know, they yeah. I mean, yeah, they they played a solid game. I mean, John Brown and Josh Allen did what they supposed to do for me in my fantasy league. So you know, that's all <laughs> that, that mattered to me too. So, but the Bills and the Fort the Niners they're still moving on. Um. I want to. I want to say. I know Bills got a big game this week. I can't. I can't remember who the Four Niners play um, at the top of my head right now. But but the the Bills have Philadelphia coming up. So here's a chance for them to say, you know, we play more than just the bum teams and the Patriots. We're we're, we're also playing the, you know, the, even though they're struggling a little bit, the Eagles. But still, you know, let's see what we can do against them. Yeah, both teams are. Down the stretch, 49ers will get tested more. Uh, so right now, the best thing is just keep adding the wins on and, you know, just keep on improving week to week. Right. All right, man. So, you know, we, we, I'm not, we're not going to go full the rest of the show, not no panic meter thing. But uh, we're going to talk about the AFC West. And um, it's, it's really it's two teams that I'm concerned about. One, the Chargers. So I've seen somebody say that Anthony Lynn – should be on the hot seat. Now, this is a coach Ridiculous. who he went 9-7, and seven, and then last year, what, 12-4, and four, and they had – they was tied as the one seed. Just the Chiefs won the different tiebreakers. Uh, so, they got the one seed. Uh, but they're 2-5 right now. They're 0-3 they're uh, since Melvin Gordon returned. Uh, but, you know, Derwin James, all pro safety, has not played all season. Uh, they lost Pouncey. They lost Forrest Lamp. They lost a bunch of guys on the offensive line. I think this week, like three of their D tackles are did not practice today. Uh, so when you're losing the trench battle, it's hard, you know, as a team or either side of the ball, it's hard to win. If you're losing the trench battle every time, it's it's hard to, to sustain drives because you get pushed around, um, but you know, by the D line on offense or vice versa. Um, but I don't think this team, this team could turn it around. We both said there was pullback candidates. Uh, I didn't think it'd be this to this degree. No, no, I thought they were still getting their playoffs <laughs> on the back end at like nine and seven, but they got terrible right now. Yeah, I, uh, I, on this on this website, uh, my team rankings there, they said that the Chargers are projected to be six and ten. Um, so the two and five right now, so they're saying four and five, basically five hundred the rest of the way. Um, you know, at Chicago, Green Bay, at Oakland, the next three games. Um, you know, I mean that can. I mean, I think all, I think besides Green Bay, the other two are probably swing games. Go either way. I don't think they'd be in Green Bay, no matter where they play at. But uh, which you know, home field is not really a, a, an advantage for them anyway. So it don't matter where they play at. But uh, it just it just it just crazy. Like we we both said they were gonna pull back, like you said, not no not to no sorry below five hundred, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you know that's kind of surprising to me. And you know, we we didn't talk about this off the air before, but about how. You know how certain quarterbacks get get more heat than others, um, but you know we always make excuses. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not a valid excuse. I mean, offensive lines you don't got that with not, without with you know with a with not a uh, with a pocket quarterback like Phillip Rivers, you know. But we don't make excuses for him. Uh, he he does get a lot of excuses 
as far as like you know he don't he don't have this he don't have this you know so far so far um but you know his time is running out you know the guys in his draft class got super bowls um if if you say Phil Rivers is the top 20 quarterback which you can debate um you know everybody around him probably going to have super bowls or you know or at least been to one um you know so it's it's kind it's kind it's kind of sad to see Rivers kind of go out like this cuz his time is going out just like Matt Ryan's and uh, you know, and but Matt Ryan got there for the Rivers. I don't even think he even snipped the AFC Championship game. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, he, he's made one. He probably, probably lost to the Patriots. <laughs> uh, I think it was the Steelers. It was back in like '05, I think. So it was way, way back in the day. So, and that's that's a young Philly Rivers. So, um, I mean, but I, I, I just I just don't see no turn around for this team and for the AFC West. And uh, you know, we thought that they could probably compete. You know, for the at least the division title. Even though they pulled back, but I didn't like you said we didn't think it'd be at week eight where I'm pretty much saying they're already done. Oh yeah, they're they're done. Like it's it's almost over. Well, I can't say almost. It's pretty much is over for the the LA Chargers. Um, Melvin Gordon came back. And he doesn't have that spark, that it factor. He doesn't. He doesn't. He just doesn't have it. You know, he hasn't looked good in any of the games. He's not really getting that many yards per carry or anything like that. So He cost the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that fumble was ridiculous. Well, the whole back half of that game was ridiculous. It was a combination of Melvin Gordon, the officiating, and just a lot of few, a lot of things at the end. But I'm glad the Titans got the win because I felt like with Tannehill, they could do more and move the ball, things like that, which they did. And the Chargers, they, kinda, they, made, they made it into a good game. Um, they used Eckler a lot. He's looked like the best back of himself and Melvin Gordon. So I'm not sure what Melvin Gordon's future is with the Chargers. Um, I'm pretty sure it won't be a contract. He sat out. Well, he held out trying to get a big deal like other guys have gotten. And he's showing why they didn't trust to give it to him because <laughs> he, he he hasn't been healthy and he hasn't been productive to the elite level of a Bell or a Gurley or a David Johnson. So the Chargers were, were right for not paying him. And um, this will probably be his last year in – LA as a charger and I think you have to you have to sell seats you need a face to your organization but I think after this year Philip Rivers contract does run out I think this is his last season as a charger oh wow that's a wow <laughs> actually yeah. but it makes a lot of sense I, and I, I, I know I know he's gonna go like he this is, his la- this, this is his last year as a charger and I just th- I know he has a big family. They've always lived in that area. Uh, I think he has like seven, eight kids. He probably has a ninth by now. He's probably stressed out going home. So <laughs> he yeah. probably has a ninth on the way. Uh, <laughs> He's he, he going to build his own football team. But I think no, – Hey, the- matter of fact, I really don't want you to say it because I know the team that you're going to say, I want you to save it for later. <laughs> when we- Man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say where he's going. I got I to got, I got see where he's going. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He's going to Tampa Bay. Ooh, okay. So I didn't think you're gonna say that one. And that's you know, that's not a bad thing. You know, that's not a bad bad situation for him, especially, you know, for my dynasty league, my boy Godwin, you know, so um similar you know, offense similar offensive system yeah. and Bruce Arians like veteran veteran quarterbacks he had Carson Palmer and stuff like that. Uh, I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't see Rivers going to a Tennessee Titans. I wouldn't see him going to Chicago because I don't think he'll wanna move north with that big family and it's cold. He's used to playing in a warm warm location. At least if he goes to Florida, you know, they can get the tax break, stuff like this. I, I believe he'll go to Tampa Bay. 
that's you know that's actually not a that's not a bad situation. The only or I assume that they would get the defense right, but that would be the thing about it. It was you know a lot of excuses were you know offensive line was bad, which Bucks is not a you know is not a great offensive line, uh, or you know he had outscored so many people. The defense needed to work on. That's why they got Derwin James, Bosa, Ingram. Uh, the Bucks don't have that much talent on. I mean they had talent on there, but it's not that much. So. You know, I was I always expect that to get fixed, but that would be a good move. I mean, I, I mean, obviously that means you're moving on for Jameis Winston. That's not a bad move. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. It's just Chargers. They they, they have to sell tickets. They have to sell seats, stuff like that. But you're barely doing it anyway. But when people come to those games. They're coming to see the other teams. Exactly. I mean, you you've wasted all this time for Rivers. I think it's best that both sides just move on and go in a complete direction all together with. From QB to running back to if, if you're not a rookie or already paid throughout the next two or three years, just go ahead and start over. Go ahead and draft your quarterback. Go ahead and get Justin Herbert or somebody. Start all over. Yeah, and if you if you're the Chargers, um, or not Chargers, if you're the Phillip Rivers, why would you resign? <laughs> like, why why would you? You know, if yeah, it, yeah. Outside of just the location and the comfort of being a Charger and want to retire the Chargers, there's no justification for it. Yeah, and. We we know this. The longer you stay in the NFL, you're not going to stay with the same team. It's just not going to happen. I mean, the the only outlier right now was Tom Brady, and Eli got benched. Um, Big Ben could be if Mason Rudolph turned up, could be pushed out the door. Um, Phillip Rivers, I mean, is is not going. You know, it's it just doesn't happen. I'm Joe Montana, Steve Young, all these guys, you know, didn't play. You know, for just one team. So we'll see. I like that. I did. I do like that Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's actually something I didn't never. I didn't think about. I didn't. I forgot that his contract was over with because they, they, they weren't talking about it no more. Man, makes a lot yeah, of sense. I, I, I think he's out of there. Makes a lot of sense. So the the charge the charges are on. Are they were there? They're so far in the penny meter. It it unbroke it. Um. So especially if the river's gone, you know, I'm you know I'm I'm all in board for that one. Um. Another team. Another team I want to talk about. So the Chiefs, man. Yes, they're five and two right now. They did take care of business against the Broncos, even when Mahomes got you know got taken out the game. But my thing is, for first of all, it was a rumor that Mahomes is playing uh, that he might play against Green Bay. First of all, that's crazy after you dislocate your knee like that. That you just one week and you're fine. But um, my thing about the Chiefs is, if they want to, they want to do this right. Obviously, you have to rest Mahomes because you can't have him limping out here. With the already bad O line and the fact that you need him to score, because right now the Chiefs has been Mahomes or bust throughout this whole season. Um, they played Green Bay, uh, I think they were six and one. Played Minnesota five and two, and they're playing a Tennessee team that we both think has t- that can have definitely fit the script uh, coming right now uh, with, with with Ryan Tannehill. So if, if even Mahomes, let's let's just take Mahomes out of it um, for just take him out out of not playing none of those three games. Uh, they're five and two. Uh, what what is your confidence meter that they can do what the Saints uh, did with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees and, and still win games versus uh, f- uh, you know fall flat out and go over three? We'll find out how good Matt Moore is under Andrew Reid's play calling, unless they bring in uh, another quarterback. But against Green Bay, I, I think that even though they're at home, that'll probably be a loss. They're even even with all of their offensive talent, their defense just won't be able to stop Aaron Rodgers. Um, Minnesota, even though it's a home game, uh, 
I just don't see how Matt Moore can beat that defense. It's possible. It's possible they can win both of these games because the home crowd, the energy, a turnover here or there, or special teams play here or there, it can swing the game. But right. if we're just looking at talent, offense and defense, Green Bay and Minnesota are both more well-rounded than this current Chiefs team. This, this current Chiefs team is built to outscore everybody. And then I think it's the Titans after that. They can probably lose their game too because Titans defense can slow down your offense and you have Tannehill who's a competent quarterback and can move the ball and their weaknesses stopping the run. Derrick Henry having a field day. So right. how can you beat <laughs> Dalvin Cook? He can get 100 yards. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, like how are you going to stop any of these teams? And they they all can also now throw the ball when you include the Titans with Tannehill. So I don't I don't think they'll completely nosedive one and two, as long as you don't go zero and three. Because if you go zero and three, now it's like yo, we got <laughs> we, we got we got a rush, Mahomes, man. <laughs> right, and then we and then when you bring them back, it's versus two division opponents, uh, the Chargers and Oakland. Um, you know your Oakland Raiders, you know they 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 they've been pretty solid. I mean, kind of up and down, but you know they can run the ball, you know, and stop the run, which you know that's something the Chiefs can't do. Um, and then they play play New England at New England. So um, definitely, if you go zero three, probably Mahomes or not, I would I would tend not that you're you're not going to beat New England at New England at that time of the year. Um, so that's four losses, and you're talking about a division opponents where it can go either way. Um, you know, the I, I guess the saving grace is that they have four division games left. That they and they and that it's kind of it's kind of how I've been saying about the Ravens the whole time is about you know if the Browns Steelers don't get the act together the Ravens going to win it by default you know and and if Chiefs can just be average they're probably get in just because the chart we talked about charges they probably gonna fall off uh, Broncos we cannot rely on Flacco and if the Raiders continue to be up and down you know six and ten seven nine maybe eight and eight you know you know you don't know depending on you know what game it is. The Raiders uh, need some receiver here. I mean, they didn't right, make exactly. moves yeah, to get like yeah. Zay Jones and stuff like that. Yeah, that wasn't. That's not. That's not yeah. moving the needle. Renfro hasn't. I mean, he's a rookie, so I can't expect Tyler, him to be Tyler be close. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or they got this. It, it's it's, uh, it's Darren. It, it's Darren Waller, and that's it. Right. Tyrell Williams foot's messed up, so a we know it happened with the AB thing. There's no no point in getting to that. So they <laughs> they need they need receiver help because Derek Carr has been competent. Outside of trying to extend the ball against Green Bay, you're four yards out. You're not gonna make it. Now you go for the pylon. You fumble the ball. That turned the entire game. Like that was ridiculous. Yeah, and that's definitely what go up 17-14 against Green Bay. Now you got Aaron Rodgers them on the ropes a little bit. You know, at least at least, at least the game is close until you know instead of a, you know what it turned into be. But yeah, so if if we talk about the Chiefs and and how they can can you know can go downhill, that means somebody has to emerge and. Like I don't, I mean, I mean, we we had this debate about who was better between Broncos and, and Raiders, and I just can't, I just can't, you know, go with go with Flacco anymore. I just, you know, <laughs> like, like, come on, bro, you had the perfect opportunity. It was what it was ten to six when Mahomes got hurt. It's not like it was out of reach, and y'all, the Broncos defense didn't do anything. The offense could do nothing against the Chiefs. They can't stop the run. Lindsey and Freeman, you got, you know, I would say one of the best duos in the game. Backfield and y'all couldn't do anything, and Flacco couldn't make no plays, so it's kind of like uh, I, I'm so they don't have no chance at all. So, if if we talk about the Chargers already done, the Raiders are the only team that can do anything about it. 
Um, and so far, the Raiders have us. They had the second hardest schedule. I mean, you play Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota. Uh, you play. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. The Chiefs already. Um, they played the Broncos, who was a good defense week one. So they played hard teams already, um, but it will it will get easier. I think they played the 20th easiest schedule um, starting week eight and on. Uh, so they have a chance to turn it around. The good run game, like you say, in Waller, no weapons, but outside of Waller. And they just traded away their, I guess, I, would you say Collie their best corner? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how much talent they got at corner, but Collie's the only one I know. So it's kind of I would, like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the best. No, nah. I mean, <laughs> I obviously, that. you can't be you want to trade him if you want best. So, I mean, so it probably, probably something about money or you know, just scheme fit or something because he's pretty young. But he, tra- he traded away him away. Um, the cheat, the Chiefs have one of the hardest schedules. We talked about who they played. The Chargers got the hardest schedule going forward, and the Broncos had the have a top five hardest schedule going forward. So, the Raiders had the easiest schedule by far. The Chiefs don't have Mahomes, possibly. Um, and you know Joe Flacco is it is what it is, and the Chargers are done. So the Raiders have a good chance. And I, I'm on your bandwagon. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I, I caught the next uh, train station and, and jump on with you because um, if the Chiefs do go on three, which without Mahomes, I'm definitely picking all three other teams to win that game. Um, you know, just just the, just Green Bay, Minnesota has so far what we've seen. You know, like you said, well rounded on both ends, and then Tennessee. Had, they, all, they all have the advantage that Chiefs can't stop, and that's the run. And I don't think the Chiefs are going to do what the Saints are doing without Drew Brees. I just don't. I don't think that's the case here. So, um, you know, so Raiders are the only only hope, and uh, I'm I'm a ride with I'm a ride with you on that train and see if that if that happens. If, if Raiders at this point, how the AOC is looking? If Raiders can get to like nine and seven, they might be in playoff contention. I mean, that might win the division. Yeah, like, I mean, I was. <laughs> I, I was high on it when we did our preview, but then I kind of, I kind of talked myself out of it. I, I kind of backed down. It's like the AB drama is too much. I kind of backed down off of it, but um, it's gonna be close. It, it could be a close call, man. Like the Raiders, they as long as they don't get anybody injured, and I doubt they make a trade for a receiver. I know there's some people out there, but I doubt they make a trade. But they need a, they need a, they need just a a more consistent, reliable weapon. I'm not sure who it could be, honestly, because A.J. Green won't accept a trade to Oakland when he on the Bengals. So, <laughs> I, mean, he, he just, I mean, even though it, it looks like it's a better opportunity, you really just don't know because yeah. it, it is still the Raiders. So, I don't know, man. I'm going to still, like you said, I'm going to still ride with the Raiders to possibly steal the division or at least possibly make the playoffs because they have a wide range of outcomes. They could still Bottom out, win five games. They could hit hit a stride and win nine or ten, get in the playoffs. So, 
same thing we said early in the, in, the, in the season preview. Who knows how it's going to play out. But with the Mahomes injury, it does open up a little bit more room for them to squeeze in and steal the division. Yeah. Um, we talked about the Broncos. They they shipped out Emmanuel Sanders to your surprise team for the Niners. Um, you know, that was, I guess, you know, I guess a sign that just caught a sudden that just emerged. So that was possible. And that's the, that's the receiver the Raiders could have got, you know. Uh, obviously, Broncos probably wouldn't trade within the division. But um, that was a receiver on the market. Um, Sanu and Sanders are trading the same day. I wonder if the Raiders did call call about it. Um you know, that, that's, that's something interesting to find out. Um, moving on to the uh, to the Saints, which is something that we were both uh, I would say I would say both dead wrong about it. <laughs> we got we got hits and we got hey, misses, and this is definitely a miss. This is, this is a huge miss. Um, I didn't think now. Now, granted that well, it's Dallas, not huge because yeah, we both was, thought that they, they would win like ten games still, but they would miss the playoffs. So they would pull back from like the top seed and right. It would be so competitive in the NFC, they would miss the playoffs. So, I mean, that, 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 we, we thought they would still win games, but what they're doing right now, I don't think anybody saw Breeze getting hurt, Teddy stepping in and going undefeated. I don't think nobody saw no, that. No, no, there, there, there is no way. Um, you're, talking about, you're talking about Teddy Bridgewater who, you know, he, I mean, I, he was a game, more of a game manager in Minnesota. He can do what he, want, do what he needed to do to get the win. He, he, he won those type of quarterbacks. Um, in the first few games, man, I was I was not surprised. I mean, I wasn't like, you know, scary about this Saints offense at all. When you have like you winning games ten to nine against the Cowboys, Jaguars, you, you're barely putting up any points, but the defense holding them to six points. And you know, even um, even I think the second game they played, I forgot who it was, but even even against them, they still won the game five and zero. And it's kind of and Drew Brees for that whatever whatever reason wants to rush back and play against the Cardinals this week. When they have a bye the next week, but uh, it, it, I, we've been surprised, man. I thought I thought they would not beat Seattle. I thought they wouldn't beat Cowboys. I didn't think they. I, I thought they would split Jacksonville and Chicago, um, and I, and somehow they find a way to win all five. So my my really my question to you, I'm mean, about to say, obviously they they made us a believer because the defense played great without Drew Brees and still win the game. My question to you is, if you're Teddy Bridgewater, you only signed a one-year contract, do you go somewhere or do you ride it out and see how long Breeze stays? Uh, obviously, in this situation with Sean Payton, this is the perfect situation for you because you got one of the best center callers in the game. If you're not playing for Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan, obviously you can't – or Josh McDaniels, you can't do no better than Sean Payton. So, um, but, Or do you go and, and cash in because he'll be 27 in two weeks are you going to cash in and and go get your money? Uh, obviously, you said you said Tampa Bay, you get Phillip Rivers. So Teddy Bridgewater go to the you know Chargers, um, Chicago, Tennessee, Denver. Uh, you know, if you were Teddy Bridgewater, are you are you going to play the weight game or are you going to go ahead and cash out? It depends. I'm not I'm not sure what his his financial situation is, but he he did a smart thing. He he bet on himself, which was. I like that. I like when guys have their confidence saying, okay, when well, nobody wants to see me as a starter, they think my injury's pretty bad. Okay, I'm going to go take this role. Just so happened. Um, unfortunate for Drew, but I mean, it fell in Teddy's favor that Drew got hurt and now he has a chance to step in and do his thing. So it kind of depends. If he believes in himself as an NFL starter and there's a team 
like the Bears, who Trubisky's on a rookie deal, where they wouldn't mind just saying, hey, forget it. We can pay this guy. And it kind of is all like a washout. Uh, they may do that. I wouldn't mind him doing that because Nagy's a good play caller. Um, you have some good weapons there. You have – they'll probably still have Cohen, of course, Montgomery. Allen Robinson has turned back into a top 20 receiver. So, there, there's talent there in Chicago. And I, I had my little rant a few weeks ago, like how they're wasting a championship defense. So, Teddy could go there and stabilize that. But – I don't know, man. It's just something about I'm – not, I'm not a Saints fan, but depending upon what that money difference is, I wouldn't mind staying in New Orleans, man, because you got Mike Thomas and Kamara and a solid defense, and that defense is young, and you're only 27. That could be your your franchise basically a year from now because Drew is not going to last forever. Like, I don't know why he's trying to rush back against the Cardinals, man. The Cardinals ain't no get-right team. They ain't no one three in a row, but you know <laughs> they don't. They ain't no get-right team. You know it, Drew. And you you out on that one. But, no, I mean, it's it's it's, a, it's, it's hard because he, he played good. I mean, 6-8% completion percentage, nine touchdowns to two picks, and 1,300 yards. I mean, you can't you can't ask for nothing better than that. I mean, yeah, through five games, when, you know, when the first few games were more, you know, conservative – now you know they kind of open the playbook, and, and like you said, it's it's a strong indication that Teddy Bridgewater would do fine against Arizona. Why not give Drew Brees that two weeks extra rest? If you want to win the Super Bowl, relax. Cardinals is not the team. I know these are boys, but this this is not the team that no, you. I, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm 49ers, I'm Raiders. I, I, I can't say that. the Cardinals, my boys. I'm, I'm, I'm LA Bengals, but. <laughs> Not, not cards. Right, like, I thought I thought they win like four or five games, but I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't roll with cards. Hey, that's funny. Uh, but okay, I, I mean that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, you know, that, why you know I don't know why he went rushed back. But yeah, it's, it's, it's Teddy. If Teddy want to be smart about this, I mean you just you just lay everything on the line. Um, defense, Kamara, Michael Thomas, Sean Payton. Obviously, that's the number one option. It's not probably not close. But if you, if, I mean, if you're picking something else. I mean Tennessee. I'm I'm sorry. I, I think Tennessee is the the ten, we've been saying this. Tennessee is the quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl, and you have a good defense already. They haven't allowed more than twenty points all season, all season, to nobody. So got that. You got Derrick Henry, who's if anything, he's one of the most consistent running backs in the league. I'm, I'm, I won't say one of the best, but consistently, he's one of the best running backs in the league. Um. Corey Davis, we said we already said about him about him being a star if he had a quarterback. AJ Brown looks has shown flashes. Adam Humphreys getting paid nine million dollars in that slot to play Edelman robe in the you know in the Patriots you know kind of system culture they want to build there. He should he should have been in New England. He took the money to Tennessee. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. He's still be yeah, yeah. But uh, he should he should say Tampa Bay in my opinion. But um, but either way, like you got every you got the weapons, you got the defense too. I mean, obviously, Kamara and Michael Thomas are special, special athletes. I, there's, there's nothing you can say about them. And like you said, you can't if you if, you, if you're not going to Rams, 49ers, or to the Patriots, there's no offensive coordinators or play callers that are better. Like you, you can you probably can debate those three and Sean Payton, who the best out of those four, but there's nobody else. So you know, obviously, you can't go to uh, 49ers, Rams, or I mean, I, well, might, might, maybe Patriots. Um, but you know, 
you can't get no better than this. And like you said, if the money matches, if, if the money's pretty close, you might as well stay and wait it out because you got all that, all that room, you know, to be good. The division's not scary. Um, you know, Tampa Bay maybe on the rise. Falcons obviously ex- exploding, and Panthers. I mean, they just won bust the tire of McCaffrey to go down the drain. So it's like. It's, 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 it's very easy division probably to win each year and every, every year from here on out. So, if you tell him, man, you might as well stay. Might as well stay. But, but hey, but like you, like you said, <laughs> this is the perfect time to have that one-year deal because Arians, I, I think Rivers goes down there, but Arians, Nagy needs to QB. The Titans are loaded all, all, with everything offensively and defensively except a quarterback. This is the perfect time. And look, possibly Drew. We who knows how he comes from comes back from the hand, and does he even stay another year? So, who who really knows? Like the, the world is is at Teddy's feet right now. As long as he doesn't get hurt again himself, yes. and he continues to, to play well, he's gonna have the options. Hey, if your theory was if your theory, as you said last week about you know maybe Drew Brees come back and they and he mess up the mojo. And they lose, man. I'm pushing Drew Brees out the door, man. Sign with what Teddy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it just something about when a team. I can't say they rallied around Teddy, but I feel like everybody just kind of figured, like, all right, he, let, he, let, he, let, he, let, let, let's step our game. Yeah, no, up a notch, just up a notch, and let's let's really show like we're not done because like, like we said, we we said I know Cal heard it said a few times, like people, a lot of people have been writing the Saints off and thinking like, all right, they missed their window. There's no way. You get that close twice and make it back again. So we thought they had missed their window, but they're still right there, and Teddy's leading them. You know, yeah. well, people say the defense, but Teddy's not costing them games. Oh no, Teddy would never cost. Teddy is uh, <laughs> is a what? Uh, it's kind of like a a team risk you know, averse quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he and he's 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 what you want. And this and this is why Mike Zimmer had liked them in Minnesota is because he knew he won't go turn. He won't go cost the the team. He might not win it for you, but he definitely not gonna cost you no game. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I so for for defense for defenses, Teddy Bridgewater is what the quarterback you kind of want because he's not gonna turn it over. He's not gonna put you in bad situations. Um, and which with the offensive coordinator like Sean Payton, that just elevates you, especially when you had the talents of Kamara and Michael Thomas. Uh, all right. So let's switch back gears. Let's go back to the AFC. AFC South. Uh, we talked about the Colts, Texans last week. Tennessee and Jacksonville. We both predicted Jacksonville at the beginning. We kind of both faded them a little bit. I think you went Tennessee last week. I went to Colts. Um, Colts did beat Texans like I, you know, like I thought they would. Um, so it's kind of, I don't know. It's it's kind it's kind of it's kind of, oh, it's I don't have I don't know who's still going to win the division. <laughs> that's that's I mean, what I'm getting let, at. Let, let, let's go to start right here. Like I remember we had we had our boy Rudy on. Shout out Rudy. Shout out sweep the league. And we asked the question, who is a team that you want to see is real or not? And I picked the Texans for the exact reason we're seeing. They can beat the Chiefs. And then, granted, it was off a bye, but the Colts came back and the Colts beat them. So, like, I want to see more from the Texans. Like, they had the, the QB. They had the talent. They brought in the left guard. Well, well left tackle. They brought in Tunsil to protect Watson. They still have J.J. Watt. And they have a competent defense. But I want to see the Texans become more consistent. That's why I felt like they were a team that 
when we ask, are they real, are they not? Let's I want to see what can they do. Like if they could have beat the Colts, I would have felt more confident in them. But not knowing what you're gonna get week to week from them still makes me have some hesitation about the Texans. Yeah, uh, so you talk about this whole division. They've been three one, three one last week. Obviously, Colts and Texas played. Jacksonville got their win against Cincinnati, um, and, and the Tennessee won too. Um, Jacksonville, we talked about this. You know, they played a hard passing passing defense so far, and Minshew had looked good. Now they have an easy schedule as far as passing defense. So you're talking about a team that can run the ball and now can be effective passing. Um, even though even though we kind of faded them, you know, I still I still can't count Jacksonville out, you know, and um the defense not what it is not Saxonville anymore. Uh it's just a regular Jacksonville, solid defense. Um, but this team this team can do something as well. Uh you talked about the, the Texans. I like the Colts. Jacoby Brissett, man. It, I just don't I just don't understand what people saw when they were saying that they're going five and eleven because Andrew Luck was gone. I was like, yeah, if this was two years ago, three years ago, before they built a roster. But you talk about this is a loaded roster. We both, I, I think, did you did you have Colts in the Super Bowl before Andrew Luck retired? Oh yeah, I, 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 I did Col- too. I, I, I had Colts versus the Eagles. So I I had the Colts in there as well. So I'm glad I changed though, because <laughs> the got doggone Eagles. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. I won't. I won't even go there. Let's, let's keep it positive about the Colts. Oh man, I, I, I'm gonna pick it back up your point for a second. Go ahead. But after New England, the Colts are definitely, if not number two, they are the third best organization in the NFL. Like, no debate. It, it can't be because outside of New England, who's going to say maybe maybe Chiefs? Because they did go through Alex Smith being, you know, that was a good time. They were still winning 10-11 games, making playoffs consistently, putting together good rosters, you know, drafting good players, moving to Mahomes now, still solid, still good. But outside of Chiefs and New England, who else can we say is a top three organization right now? Now, organization, you just mean like from like from from the like top, make, top yeah, down, from, from, from top from, down, making make us make, make a smart decisions like drafting good players, putting a good talent. Like we saw what the coach weakness was: no O line, no defense, and they built that in basically the last two years. Oh yeah, Chris Ballard, yeah, Ballard, Ballard know what he's doing over there. Um, so I mean. I, I probably, I probably will put him. Him, uh, that's like they I'm, they, they handle the adversity of missing luck and haven't missed a the beat. They're still right. off to a good start. They're still gonna be looking like you said, a contender to win the division and get a good seed in the playoffs. Yeah, the 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 Chiefs are up there. I wanted to say, I wanted to say. As far as recent, at least recently, recently now this obviously there's no I don't know if people might, might say something crazy, but um, I I would say Cowboys if you talk about oh yeah oh yeah you know, oh yeah top the bottom yeah you know, de- yeah definitely last uh, three four years for sure uh you know they pretty that, much Z, they pretty much that hit, defense yeah. out O line yeah so um Cowboys yeah, that's the top four right there Pittsburgh's still there I mean obviously they're going through a down year this season but I mean I mean you, you look you lost your best guy but you know outside of Big Ben. I mean, T.J. Watt, yeah, the Devin Bush, yeah, yeah, it's receiver, receiver. They produce a receiver every, almost seems like every year. Um, you know, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh close too, but yes, definitely the Colts. You talk, you talk about this is a, a 180 because what Jacoby played what two years ago, right, for the Colts. I think when Edge Luck got hurt. Yeah. Uh, so, and he was the the, the most set quarterback. I, I want, and I want to say confidently, he is the least set quarterback in this season. And that that is a one that is a one eighty flip, 
the defense couldn't stop anybody. So not only could Jacoby not stay upright, he had he had outscored on the team, which is impossible. Um, they got they got Quentin Nelson, who was the best player in that draft class. I don't care what nobody say. Um, you got see, and they was talking about even getting bail. And they said, nah, we good. We're going to ride with the running back. Ride with Mac. Ride and with Mac, Hines. Mac and they have looked, they have looked fine to me. Now, I would say this. I would say they need another receiver um, because Andrew Luck can make guys with Jacoby probably cannot. Um, so he probably needs he probably need another receiver to get open outside of T.Y. They probably had that, at least a jump ball guy in Devin Funches before he got hurt. Um, but, you know, that's neither here or there. Defense is good. They got they, they held Darius Leonard Hooker. Uh, they brought in Justin Houston. That was a great pickup. Uh, yeah, coach, uh, coach, man. I, it just, it just. I, I'm not, I'm not confident to say they make the Super Bowl. Um, but you talk about like, all they the, can they be the second best team in the AFC? I, I mean, you, you damn sure can debate it. Yeah, it, it's, it's not far fetched. Like, um, again, going back to when we had Rudy on, like. I didn't feel like the Chiefs were unlocked for AFC Championship. I was saying, like, hey, well, let's keep an eye on the Bills because I, I look at the defense, and if you can make a few plays and run the ball and get some stops, the the Colts are right there, depending upon what week you have them. The Texans are right there. Um, now that they have Tannehill in defense, the Titans are right there. So this division, and I'm not going to dismiss the Jaguars because Minshew is competent. He's not costing them games. Um, they should have again one more additional win. Why did y'all go for it on that two point conversion? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's crazy. Right. And that was a divisional game. That was that was just crazy. Even though they traded Ramsey, the defense is still solid, like you mentioned. Not Saxonville, but it's still solid. So this division, it's gonna come down to the last week. Like this division has no clear cut winner. And to pick back off your Jacoby point, dude was sacked fifty two times that year. <laughs> Four and eleven record, sacked fifty two times. You can't win that way. You can't. <laughs> you can't win like, that way. And people are wondering why Andrew Luck had to retire. Like, even right. Jacoby was getting <laughs> torn up. Like, come on. They, yeah. And, and to turn it around in basically two years, man, that's incredible. Man. So, I like what the Colts are doing. You like what the Colts are doing. We were high on them in the preseason. We were sad about the Luck news, but they're, they're, they're still pushing, man. Like, they're, they're still uh, – not a contender, but in that next tier down. All right, so, I mean, obviously this is off, off the dome. Um, if you can make a pie chart, you know, at 100%, you know, how, you know, how much do you think the Colts percent to win the division, Texans, Jags, and like that, uh, and uh, Tennessee? Uh, just, right now, I, I think it's all 25% fair, but I think everybody has an even shot because nobody's record is like way ahead. And their schedule coming up, well, some of them have already played each other, but I know, like, the next coming weeks, they're going to all start playing each other, like, back-to-back. So, I like the Titans still. I can't I can't build on the Titans. I mean, I already built on Jags. So, but <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I, I kind of feel bad for a little bit because their schedule is going to get way easier. Like, And possibly they may get Nick Foles back. I don't know if Minshew t- took the job or not, but he – they say he might be probably coming off the IR soon. Man, forgetting it, folks, man. <laughs> like, hey, man. I, I, I don't even know why 
the Eagles fans let Nick Foles divide them. Like, are y'all Man, that's crazy? Cra- like, that's Carson crazy. Wentz is like a top five QB. Like, come on, you were letting Nick yeah. Foles divide y'all? But that's neither here nor there. We can debate <laughs> that with some some Philly fans or some yeah, crazy some, 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 some crazy people who think Nick Foles is the glue to the Eagles. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna go with 25 percent for everybody right now. It's still early in the season. We're about you know about halfway. I'm gonna go with 25 percent for everybody. But I have Titans slowly emerging later on down the line. All right. Um. Now stay with the Titans. Now we knew we we've been saying this for a long time. Uh, and it, it it finally happened last week. Mariota was benched, um, and Tannehill put on the show. Um, we knew that. We knew who the best quarterback was on the roster. We said that before the season started, and it took what six, seven weeks for that to happen. Uh, Tannehill, seventy-nine completion percentage last week, two touchdowns, one pick, three hundred and twelve yards. Corey Davis looked like a star again. Um, you know, Adam Humphreys, I mean, Lane Walker was, was banged up. And I don't think he played, or, or if he did, it wasn't very long. But when Mariota was out there, he had 1,100 yards, 59 completion percentage, so that's a 20% drop-off. Obviously, Teddy only has a one-game sample, but I, I understand that. Um, two picks, seven touchdowns, two and four record. When, when, when I just told you, when I just said to you, Tennessee defense has not allowed over 20 points yet this season. So you going you going two and four? That's just crazy to me. When you, when your defense not putting a point when they're not getting the points up, three touchdowns. I don't think that's that that bad to do. Um, but neither here nor there. We knew what it was with Mariota. Um, also, we knew what it was with with Mitch Trubisky. You know, like you said earlier, it's probably it's best to go ahead and pay for a quarterback and bite that bullet while while Mitch is on a rookie contract. Don't do what the Jags try to do. Pay borders, even though they knew he wasn't good. <laughs> Ridiculous. Don't, you, don't be. You, you can't oh, run God. it back. Yeah, oh, I, my God. You can't always run it back. No, you can't. You can't run it back. Uh, you know, my team didn't run it back. <laughs> they, they didn't pay Case Keenum. <laughs> and you see what, what he's been. He'd have been in two different teams in two years for obvious reasons. Um, so, if you're the Bears, just like don't, don't do it. Don't be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, don't wait too long like the Tennessee Titans did. Because, like, now, I mean, even though we said the edge of the South is very close, it's, it's still a uphill battle. One, because Titans has the hardest schedule going forward out of the four teams um, by, you know, by a good margin. Um, but Tannehill, we, have, we, we, we both have faith in Tannehill to, 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 to help change that around, especially if the defense still plays good football. Um, but, Mitch, you know, the Bears' defense is not what it was. And that's, that's the whole thing about this whole thing situation. Like, we knew the Bears' defense was going to regress because they were scoring touchdowns or putting the offense in, in great positions last year. And that does not happen, um, you know, back-to-back years. I mean, even, even the Ravens' defense in 2000, they wasn't as great as they was the year after that. Uh, you got the, the – I mean, this, this, the, the Saxonville Jaguars we talked about, same thing. Minnesota uh, that's in that same year. Uh, who, who was another defense? The eighty-five Bears probably yeah, was two thousand two books. I mean, exactly. Like, yeah, like you're, exactly. You're gonna you're, you're gonna regress to the mean. Like it's just natural. Like no, like what the Patriots are doing right now. If they start to fake down the stretch, it wouldn't be a surprise because you're gonna at some point that production level just can't be sustained. Or like it may happen next year. You you're gonna regress back to not say an average defense, but you're gonna re, you're gonna regress back to what is almost like normal. Like what the Patriots are doing right now is 
abnormal. Crazy. Like, like 18, 19 picks, only gave up one passing touchdown? That's, 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 that's Quarterback rate is 35. Like, they get you get a 39 for spiking the ball. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, you can't – you cannot be – like, you know that it's going to regress, and we both said the same thing about we're, we don't believe in Mr. Trubisky to make any type of step forward to save this team. And last year they was running the ball effectively with Jordan Howard. They shipped him out of here. And now they don't run the ball. They, Nagy does not run the ball at all. He wanted to throw the ball. This is the second game where Mitch Trubisky has thrown the ball, what, 40-plus times. I think he, he threw the ball 50 times. I think it was 54. 50, 54 times in a game for Mitch Trubisky. That is utterly ridiculous. And you're not going nowhere doing that at all. You don't even have – it's not like you had Julio Jones or Mike Thomas out there running around catching the ball. I mean, Allen Robinson is not a bad receiver. No, he's not. But Anthony Miller, Taylor Gabriel, Quentin Patterson, you got all these gadget players, and it's not working. And you don't have a guy back there at the helm who can take over that that you know that thing. And there's nothing you can do about it in midseason. There's no quarterbacks on the market that's going to do anything. Um, so it's kind of like, what what do you do for the Bears? And they're three and three right now. Lost to the Raiders and now lost to the uh, who lost to um, lost to the Raiders. Who the Bears just play? Um, uh, crap! It was um, I was about to say the Eagles. It wasn't the Eagles. <laughs> Dang! Who the Bears just play, y'all? Somebody, somebody help! Somebody help me, and Rashad. Um, <laughs> well, I want to use the phone a friend. <laughs> phone a hey, phone a friend. Call somebody. <laughs> Come, we need some help on this. It's the Saints, man. Saints. We, oh, we, man. we, 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 Yo, we just talking about Teddy. We just talked about the Saints and they blew him out. Man, that's just crazy. See, so 54 times, and the game wasn't even out of control. Like, for a while. It was still 19 to 10. It was it was right there in the, in the realm. And you're still passing the ball with Trubisky. That's not going to fly. Um, so, it just, it, just, it, just, it just said that teams have to do this. And, like I said, I pray every single day, Rashad, every day, <laughs> that they didn't draft Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. I pray and thank God that they made that mistake. And draft the Mr. Biscuit because it's it's over. Like the defense is not going to be the great defense as it was last year. On top of that, they lost their defense coordinator. So it's not like they just got worse. They lost their guy who was calling the plays. And I knew Pagano was not Fangio. So, you know, that, for obvious reasons, he's not that. So that that's that's a big part. It can't run the ball, definitely can't pass the ball. Uh, the, this, this, Bears, this Bears team is going the wrong direction. And uh, this, this offseason, they better damn fix it. I feel like putting on an Arizona Cardinals hat. I want to set a podium up, and I want to just smack the crap out of it. They weren't who we thought they were. I want to just, <laughs> I want to just hey, RIP Dennis Green. I want, yeah, to just put okay. me a, I want to just put me a Cardinals hat on and just smack the podium and just say that, man, because Mariota's not it. Trubisky, nope. he's not it. They, they are what we thought they were. They're just Average guys who both had elite second years and they haven't been able to duplicate. They didn't get better at all. They've regressed. Regressed big time. I mean, that's not what you want. So the Bears, they have they have the sample size to see. We can only disguise so many plays for this guy. He can't make the throws. First of all, why did you even go draft him? He only had one year of college, and he was—he barely beat out the guy to get the starting job. <laughs> he barely beat the guy out. So why would you even 
Like he's not even a prototype quarterback. So I mean, I don't, I'm not sure hey, what. Dude, I built like a linebacker. <laughs> like I, I can't recall what the draft analysis was or what were they high on about him. I mean, he changed his name from Mitch to Mitchell. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is not the guy. This is not the guy. Y'all made all these moves. They bring in Robinson and brought Khalil Mack in. You have all these defensive stu- de- defensive studs, and you're just wasting it. Wasting, wasting, wasting Super Bowl talent. Um, Nagy, Nagy hasn't been that good either. So it's kind of like a hand in hand. But obviously, Nagy could do he 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 can do something better if he had a quarterback who throw the ball. So Trey Burke, hey, <laughs> <laughs> feeling special on y'all out here. I forgot about Trey Burke. Hey, they, they might as well, man. Because this, because that fifty-four times with, with a quarterback who can't throw—that's just you know—that's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Bears, please fix it. Uh, At least bad. Tennessee trying. They did go right. get Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he might not be the long-term solution. Well, we right. know he's not long-term, but at least they trying to feel like, I right, look, if we're not gonna let the season go down the drain because we can't move the ball on offense, right? Yeah, and you can't, you can't. And this comes from Vikings fans. Fix the quarterback. Oh, like I want you. I want you to not waste, you know, waste waste talent because you just you're, you're too good everywhere else around around the football on both sides to just waste this talent, man. This gotta do something, and, and it need to be this offseason very very quickly. Go get Teddy, Derek Carr. Man, go get Derek Carr, yeah. Something, <laughs> something, man. Something, something. Yeah, you better. Hey, but call my boy Tom Brady, man. Tom boy, come 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 north, man. No, I was playing, but uh, um, your 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 other team. Your boys, <laughs> the Cardinals, uh, real quick, you know, they won three games in a row. It was three games in a row or just three? three? It's been in a row. And they three. should. They, they had a tie with the Lions, lost three, and they won the last three. I'm about to say, beat, beat the, the Falcons, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Bryant, Matt Bryant, Mr. King gets the Falcons. Now, I will say this. I, 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 I said before this, they won't win a game. You know, I didn't think the Atlanta would be that sorry. I didn't think the Giants would be that sorry. The Giants should have won the game. Pat Sherman, that's another issue, but another time of another day. Um, but the Bengals, I mean, like I said, I said the Bengals are going one to fifteen, and they're going to beat the Cardinals. So I was, I was wrong about that. But uh, the it, it was neither here or there. They both were sorry. Um, the Cardinals, I mean, they they have, I mean, they got they got oh, what, I think the Saints next. So uh, if if they're the team, if we say they're going to lose to the Cowboys, Seattle Bears, Jaguars. And they mess around and lose to the Cardinals. <laughs> hey, I, I'm 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 with you. I'm gonna go buy me a Cardinals hat, Cardinals hat, Kyler Murray jersey, put it on because uh, <laughs> the Cardinals might have turned the ship, man. Man, Saints win this. <laughs> if, if the Saints let the Cardinals win this game, I'm, I'm casting my votes right now. Cliff Kingsbury, coach of the year. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Hey. You beat the Saints, you win. And <laughs> I mean, long term. The only thing that's gonna suck for the Cardinals, if at all, let's say the Cardinals do become a success, over the long haul, the only thing that's gonna suck for them is you just can't beat your division because you have prime Russ, loaded Forty ers and you have pretty much prime Rams. Right. So, barring some major injuries or just some lights out years, I don't even know how the Cardinals can get out of fourth place. <laughs> I don't be, know how they, they don't get nah, to do it. I, I don't. I don't know how to do it either. But I mean, they, they might be seven nine every year. Who knows? Kyle Murray, Kyle Murray, he still might get MVP votes. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what they do this weekend. Uh, quick note: Philadelphia, Dallas, man, that was a, a shellacking. Um, we 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 have Eagles on our pentameter and Cowboys is on it too. Um, I'm not both still are to be on it. Yeah, both still on it. I'm not gonna take Cowboys off because they you know, blew them out. But you know, definitely, obviously, you know, this is the stretch I was talking about for the Eagles, where they play Buffalo, got Chicago coming up. Uh, but you know, obviously, the Bears want to throw the ball 54 times. The Eagles gonna win that game. So, but against Buffalo, we'll see about that one. And uh, I think both teams, I think both teams play New England soon. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see if they can ever get off, which I doubt they will for now. Um, Seattle, you said to me that you don't see them. You, you don't see them as the same as you did, you know, a couple couple weeks back. Uh, what changed for you? They've gotten blown out twice. That's yeah. one thing, and they are they are what I thought it would be coming to the season. They're too reliant on Russ. I mean, you you can't rely on Russ all the time, and you know it's. It's like Aaron Rodgers right now. Like he has the pieces where he doesn't have to make every play, two or three plays, throw here or there, scramble here or there, cool, got a first down, we can win the game or get a, get a touchdown. Seattle is relying on Russ for everything, and when he played bad, oh, that game got out of hand very oh, fast. Yeah, yeah, and another guy, uh, another guy who I thought you know who he'd be, Lamar Jackson. Why, why did he lie to us about you know I, I play I, I throw pretty good for a running back, you know I'll, I'll throw the ball. This man got like five games over fifteen carries, <laughs> but he's not a running back, you know. So he's a great athlete. He did what he needed to do against Seattle to beat them, you know, whether that's converting third and longs with using his legs. Or you know, pressing the defense coming up. Oh, I throw, I throw it. You know, I still throw it over uh, before I come across the line of scrimmage. All that stuff like that. But your boys lying to us. Um, you know, I, I wasn't really. A, I'm not really a big Lamar Jackson fan as far as when it comes to when it comes to um, just passing. I mean, I'm not a dual threat guy anyway. So I, I like my I like mobile quarterbacks like a Russ, like a like a Andrew Luck was Dak, who who extend the plays. You know, but don't really you have to use their legs to do. You know, what I'm saying like kind of like Mahomes, you run around, run around, then throw the ball. I I like guys who can improvise and throw like that more than I like dual threat quarterbacks. Um, but Baltimore did great going into Seattle, beating them, and like you said, two blowout wins. Not only that, those two wins like that, they they kind of got they kind of got lucky about you know the rules up against the Browns when Landry went across the touchdown, and I really would touchdown in my opinion. Um, so they almost lost to the Browns too. So that that, that could have been that could have been three losses right now, and and we're looking at the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks very differently. And if they was four and three, they only be a half game up on the Cardinals right now. So you know a, a lot of things change based off one you know one win, one loss. Uh, I hate to do it, but Russ is right now still my leading guy for MVP. But I'm gonna go ahead and do what we do in fantasy. I'm gonna go ahead and sell my stock on Seattle. <laughs> They may still make the playoffs, but I'm not hiring them. I'm I'm selling my Seattle stock. Hey, sh- shout out to my boy Sammy and George because they ain't gonna like to hear that now. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we got to link up with Sammy and George, man. Yeah, I'm I'm selling my Seattle stock. Russ is still, as of today, I I will concede Russ is still my leading guy for MVP, but I'm selling but. my <laughs> I'm selling my stock on Seattle. I'm I'm out. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I thought it was going to be a pullback team anyway. Uh, I, I did say that before the season started. Um, and obviously, I didn't think I didn't think it was going to be because of the 49ers. <laughs> you know, I didn't think it would be because of the other division. I, I thought it would be because, just because of them, which, you know, it kind of, like you said, too reliant on rest. But the 49ers and the Rams were right there. So it was kind of like, I mean, you're pulling back because you have to. It's not not, not or you pull it back because you're being forced to, you know, by by other teams. Yeah, that that Saints game, um, the Rams game, definitely the Browns game, and now the Rams, not Rams, not and now the Ravens. Those games were so so close, and yeah, the, the, like the the Seahawks could be looking at a way different record if one thing went the opposite way. Yeah, would you lose one? <laughs> would you lose to your your Russell Wilson MVP because you had to come back on Cincinnati? Uh, you got kind of lucky. Big Ben got hurt against Pittsburgh. Um, the Saints didn't have Drew Brees, and you got blown out. And it, it was um, yeah, it was a, that was a beatdown. Yeah, like the score yeah. didn't show it, but that was a beatdown. Uh, now you you, you handled business against Arizona. You you won you won because Zerline missed. Like you said, one thing happened. He missed the field goal that he always makes. He missed the field goal. Uh, Cleveland could have gone either way, blown out by Baltimore. They're kind of lucky that they got Atlanta, which is the get-right game, <laughs> the get-right team. <laughs> so, uh, so I should Seattle should should make noise and, and blow them off the roof. But you know, other, we've seen stranger things happen. So we'll see about Seattle. But yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, I had, I had some small stock a little bit, a little bit. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna sell I'm gonna sell what I got to the guy who buy yours. Yeah, I I I'd rather go ahead and sell than hold on to it. We we treat teams like the stock market. When it's at this, <laughs> when it's at its highest price, you go ahead and sell and cash out. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. All right, man. Uh, we we ran pretty long today, but it's all good. You know, Preach Care, Preach with Rashad is you know one of the best shows you can listen to. So it's all NBA good. NBA is back. We're in the peak of the NFL season. World Series going on. So. I mean, it's it's a it's a great time to be a, a sports podcast. Y'all hit that subscribe button, likes, retweets, everything. College boys. Oh yeah, appreciate people with shot. We out. Whether it's your first step on the property ladder or your first place with stairs, from new builds to rebuilds, a new home is one of life's biggest moments. And we all know life doesn't always go to plan. That's why at Bank of Ireland, our personalized mortgages can change if your life changes. When you're ready to make a move, we're ready to make it with you. Bank of Ireland, begin. Lending criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Mortgage approval subject to assessment of suitability and affordability. Bank of Ireland Mortgage Bank trading as Bank of Ireland Mortgages is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Go big as you go home with great value car cover from Super Value Insurance. Get a great quote today and search Super Value Insurance. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading as Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. 
Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.